here in St. Louis, Missouri. Man, if you are serious about building wealth, building a legacy for your family, you've got to investigate Project 1000. Part of the reasons that you are not where you want to be financially is because you're overtaxed, drowning in debt, and you're not accumulating enough assets. Well, guess what? Project 1000 will give you a game plan to do that, but not only the game plan, but also the tools to execute that game plan, as well as the team the support, the community that makes it easy to walk along the path of building wealth. So hopefully that makes sense to you. If you're serious and you want to learn more about Project 1000, just shoot me a private inbox. I'll get you some more information. And, and guys, to inquire is not to uh, commit, right? But if you want to take a listen or a look at what we're doing, then you can inquire. I can get you some more information uh, and maybe even have a phone conversation with you to let you check out what it is that we're doing. Uh, or you can go to my website, hcortezthornton.com, click on the Project 1000 tab at the top, or you can text Project 1000 to 314-874-6887. Today, we are talking about happiness and the fact that happiness is an inside job. If you're checking us out on YouTube, do me a huge, huge favor. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. If you have not already subscribed to the channel, please do that for me. That way you get notifications as I put up uh, additional content and things of that nature. But also grab the link uh, and share it on your favorite social media platform, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you like to share links and things of that nature, share this. Uh, let's help other people understand how or what they could be doing to uh, make sure that they improve their happy, right? And you guys checking us out on Facebook, do the same thing for me. Uh, if you haven't already followed the feed, then there's a follow button that you can click on. Uh, that way you get notifications when I go live. And then go ahead and share the stream on your timeline first and foremost. But if you know people who are struggling with maybe a, a, a stint of depression, maybe they're just down on their luck at this time, share this episode with them in particular because we're going to give some tips to help people improve their happy. Top of the morning, ERGJ Enterprises are in the building. So we're going to talk about improving your happy. So 
just let me do this <laughs> for those of you who are new we may have one or two new people who watch the recording i think everybody who's watching live is, is are veterans of the show right or all regulars but if you're new i'd like to let you know exactly who this show is for the show is for risers and grinders, man. Uh, if you're ready to get up, get out, and get something this morning, then this is your show. The show is for legacy builders only. If you are ready to build a legacy, an empire for you and your family, then this is your show, right? We teach you how to take those raw materials and build a family empire from scratch. That's what this thing is all about. And if that's you, then this is your show. If you're the type of person that wants to make sure that your children's 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 children are proud to bear your last name, yep, you guessed it. This is your show. If you if you 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 maybe have the discipline to build wealth, maybe you have the desire, maybe you have a strong hunger, but maybe you lack a game plan. Maybe you need some tools, some resources. Maybe you need a coach or mentor. Maybe you need to be in the right community. Whatever the case is, if you've got it in you to do greater things, we want to help, encourage, motivate, uplift, inspire push, pull, pry, whatever we got to do to help you get there, we want to help you along the way. So if that's you, this is your show. On the other hand, who is this show not for, right? If you have a problem with me just talking about money and saying the word money, then this isn't your show, man. If you are the type of person sitting back waiting on Donald Trump to fix the economy instead of focusing on your economy, this ain't your show, man. I can promise you. The, the world economy is one thing. The U.S. economy is another thing. The economy in your state is something else, man. But if you're not focused on your economy, you're slipping, B. As my brother-in-law would say, he, he loves that B. You slipping, B. You know, uh, as if he's from New York or somewhere, but we're right here in St. Louis, Missouri. But I, I love to hear him say that. Uh, but, but you're slipping, right? You got to focus on your economy. What can you do to get your personal financial situation under control. See, and if that's not you, then this ain't your show. Let me be clear about something though. I have absolutely no problem with you not wanting to be wealthy. It's your prerogative. Maybe you've already attained your financial goal and you're cool with that. I'm not. What I do have a problem with you is having a problem with me wanting to be wealthy. Don't let my aspirations to be wealthy rub you the wrong way. If you've never seen a future billionaire before, I want you to take a screenshot cheese and hold me to it then watch me work over the next five to ten years but here's what i want to caution you though if you're watching me work then are you building your empire see we've got to get past the uh spectator phase and we've got to actually get in the game and start making some things happen that's what this show is all about so if you're not uh, on that page just yet, then you can exit stage left and we won't miss you. Today's show is brought to you by Solid Foundation Athletic Academy. Guys, if you have uh, friends, family in the St. Louis area, young athletes looking to start preparing, you know, for middle school, getting ready for high school trials, then we got them. If they're in high school, getting ready to, you, you know, to prepare their bodies to do battle on a varsity level so they can potentially go to school for free, we got them. If they are, are, are in college and they're trying to get ready for combines and all that kind of stuff, we got them. SolidFoundationAthletics.com is the website. You can go over to the fan page at Solid Foundation Athletic Academy to watch some videos of some of our training methods uh, and see if it's a good fit for you and yours. So give them a call at 314-874-6887. They have some great 
uh, membership packages. A one membership, one month membership is just one hundred dollars, and that's two training sessions per week, guaranteed. Sometimes more. Uh, a three month uh, membership is two hundred dollars. Uh, again, two two week uh, two sessions per week, guaranteed. And then a six month membership is just three hundred dollars. Again, two week guarantee. If you take that two weeks and you multiply that by uh, six months, then you're getting down to somewhere like four or five dollars per session. You can't go get uh, an athletic trainer uh, to train you for those kinds of prices. So this is how we bless our community uh, because this is just something that I just love to do. I love to pour into the children. I love to push them and let them know that they have no limitations, right? That's what this thing is all about. So SolidFoundationAthletics.com. All right, all right, all right. Today, we're talking about happiness and the fact that it is an inside job. So we're going to talk about 10 or 11 different things that you can do to increase your happy. What is one thing that you can do to go from maybe not feeling your best, maybe not feeling uh, of the love of those around you, one thing that you can always do if you want to improve your happy instantaneously is start counting your blessings, man. I guarantee you there's nothing like counting your blessings to improve your mood. You start to look around and start to pay attention to the things that you have that are going on that are positive in your life. I know it's easy to look at some things, you know, whatever it's got you down at the moment. Sometimes we tend to focus on that. No, take your eyes off of that and start counting your blessings. I promise you, you'll fall asleep before you can count them all. I've got healthy children. I've got a roof over my head. I've got food on the table. I've got clothes on our back. I've got a, a couple of working vehicles to, to, to get us uh, to and fro. All of my children are healthy. They they are happy. They are they are dealing and getting the things that they want in life. Nobody's picking on them. Nobody's borrowing them. We, we've got, I mean, you start to count your blessings. We all woke up this morning with our right mind and, and thinking clearly and, and, and able to uh, give praises to the most high for blessing us and keeping us on the right path. Uh, my children are, are, are extremely intelligent. They are blessed. They have the good, the right people around them. He's keeping people away from them. Start counting your blessings if you want to improve your happy at any state in your life, man. Start counting your blessings. I live in America. America is one of the richest countries in the world, not just rich in wealth, but rich in opportunity. I can literally do anything and be anything in this country if I decide to put my mind. Count your blessings, right? I have a wonderful wife that supports me to the fullest. Count your blessings if you want to improve your happy. It's that simple. You start looking at all of the things that are going right in your life. Take your eyes off the few things that are going wrong in your life. And that should perk you up just a little bit, if not a lot. For me, it perks me up a lot. I don't even have to get past counting two blessings and I'm already at a different level mentally. I'm already at a different level of happy just thinking about all the things that you know, my son was just on a trip, uh, a three or four city tour with his college choir and he came back safely. Count your blessings. I don't know if you guys really get it, how, how blessed you really are. 
If you're watching this program right now, you are blessed. That means you have an internet or a cell phone connection. Uh, you are blessed. That means you have access to the world wide web. You are blessed. That means you have your faculties, your sight, your hearing. You are blessed. That means you have your emotional capacities. That means you have your mental capacities intact. You are blessed. Some of you guys are listening to this on your way to work. You are blessed to have a job. If, if you consider that a blessing, right? Some people don't have a job. You're blessed to have an income stream, right? Count your blessings if you want to change your happy, right? Count your blessings whenever, excuse me, whenever you want to change your happy. Start counting your blessings. It does it for me every time, man. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you have to get to blessing 98, 99, 100. But for me, just my Get getting to two, three blessings that you know changes my happy, changes my mood instantly, right? One of the reasons we do not count our blessings, one of the reasons we do not change our happy, one of the reasons we can't see how blessed we are is number two, you have to stop comparing yourself to others. See, we don't count our blessings because we're so busy looking at what other people have and trying to figure out why we don't have what they have. And as you're focusing on that, you're missing out on the fact that you are blessed to the nth degree. But we're so busy comparing ourselves to other people. Man, look at their house. I need their house. Look at that, man. They got a new car. I need a new car. Look, man. Stop comparing yourself to others because chances are if you had to go through what they went through to get some of the things that they have, you might not even feel that it's worth it. If you had to go through some of the things that they had to go through to get the things that they have, it might not be worth it. And on the other hand, you might not have what they have because you're not willing to go through what they've gone through, even if it is worth it. See, some of us are comparing people, uh, comparing ourselves to other people, and we, we're, we're mad that we don't have the things that they have, but we don't grind like they grind either. We don't hustle like they hustle either. We don't go hard in the paint like they go hard in the paint. But we're talking about what they have and what we don't have. Stop it. When you're focusing on and comparing yourself to other people, you neglect to see the blessings in your own life. You, you, you wanted to know uh, why the grass appears to be greener on the other side. Stop it. Start watering the grass where you are. And it'll start greening up for you. Put in the work. Put in the work. <laughs> They're not ready to put on their own shoes, let alone put on somebody else's, right? So number one, count your blessings. That changes my happy instantly. Number two, stop comparing yourself to other people. What God has for you is for you. Now, when he gives it to you is a different story altogether, right? <laughs> Uh, I challenge anybody to hustle harder than me. I I, 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 I try to, Evan. I can't keep up, bro. I can't keep up. When you 
stop comparing yourselves to other people, you realize how blessed you are. You realize how blessed you are. And when you start accounting your blessings and start appreciating your blessings, then that's when you have become faithful over little, then you will be blessed to have control over much. And that's when you start to get showered with those blessings, when you show true appreciation for the things that you do have, right? Number uh, three. Now, let's not do number three. Let's go ahead and do uh, the daily proverb or the daily quote for the day. Uh, we're a minute early, but let's let's bang it out and get it out of the way. So today's daily proverb or daily quote says, when you finally let go of the past, something better comes along. Woo! When you finally let go of the past, something better comes along. Let y'all sit with that for a second. See, some of you guys can't get the greater things that God has for you to move into your life because you haven't created the space for them to move into your life because you're steady holding on to stuff from the past. Some of you guys, no, I ain't gonna go there. Yes, sir. Some of you guys are in relationships right now that should have ended long time ago. And you don't have the man or woman of your dreams because you're chasing after somebody that you should have cut ties with a long time ago. I don't know where that came from. I'm, 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 I'm not trying to go Dr. Phil or, or Dr. Romance on you. I'm just saying, if you finally let the go of the past, something better will come along. But you have to create room for something better. See, I'm, I'm the type of person that I love giving stuff away because I know that God is reluctant to bless me when I got a house full of stuff. Why would he give me a house full of new stuff? I start giving stuff away, then I start receiving more stuff. It's just how it works, man. It's called a law of reciprocity. We talked about the mental laws, the law of reciprocity, right? To give up the good for the great, right? Good is the enemy of great. A lot of us get to a place where we're good and we rest there instead of taking it to another level. Right. Today's uh, daily pro, uh, proverb was brought to you by Blessed to Ball. This organization out of uh, Chicago is developing life skills in young boys and girls through the game of basketball. They are literally teaching life skills through the game of basketball. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and you need some mentorship and some coaching for your kids, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, small groups, if you're an administrator in a school and you want to bring a nice after-school program to your school, then you have to reach out to my man, Carvel Bailey, Bless to Ball. The website is blessed, the number two, ballsd.com. Blessed, the number two, ballsd.com. You can go to Bless to Ball fan page. Matter of fact, all of you guys do me a favor. Go over to Blessed to Ball fan page and give them a like, give them a comment, say the financial health mentor sent you and let them know, give them some words of encouragement to keep them moving on the right path. Anybody 
that is doing anything to uplift, motivate, encourage, keep our children off the street deserves our appreciation and deserves our encouragement. So do that favor for me. Go over to Bless the Ball, like their page, give them some words of encouragement right on their wall and let them know that you believe what they're doing is a good thing. Uh, you can also give them a call at 313-971-9939. Again, that's 313-971-9939. Again, bring this program to your schools as an after school program. Bring this program to uh, your church as a, as a youth function for the church. There's a lot of capacities where we could be helping kids stay off the street, stay on the straight and narrow, encourage them to do the right thing. Bless the ball just happens to do it through the sport of basketball, similar to some of the things that I do here. So we're talking about <clears throat> things that you can do to improve your happiness. You guys know that Happiness is an inside job, right? There's nothing that can happen externally to make you happy. That has to be done internally, right? And we're just giving some tips, some things that you can do to improve or to increase your happy. Number three, feel it, but don't live in it. Feel it, but don't live in it. Repeat the name and number. The, the name is blessed. Two ball and two is the number two. Bless two ball number three one three seven. Uh, I'm sorry, three one three nine seven one nine nine three nine. Blessed the number two ball and it's the same on all social media. Blessed two ball, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, Facebook fan page. Blessed two ball. There you go. No, blessed ed. Blessed ed two ball. Blessed two ball. So when I say feel it, but don't live in it, I can't think of the name of, of the song, man, uh, or, or, or even who sings it, but I love this little jam, man. But there's a line in the song that says, it's okay not to be okay. Feel it, but don't live in it. We all go through peaks and valleys, ups and downs, Life is sometimes an emotional roller coaster where our goal is to stay even keel. But there are some things that happen, man. Life has a way of punching you in the gut, testing you to see uh, if you're going to get back up. Uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of dealing with that right now, headed down to New Orleans for my uncle's funeral. Uh, but feel it, but don't live in it. It's OK not to be OK. But if you, that thing starts to last more than a day or two, then you might be slipping into a depression and you might have to start uh, uh, taking some some countermeasures uh, and, and, and some serious countermeasures to make sure because depression is a serious thing. Right. But it's OK not to be OK. Recognize that, hey, I'm down in the dumps today. Recognize the cause of you being down in the dumps and then go ahead and attack that problem head on. Get through it. So you can move on. See, I hate when people say just get over it. You can't just get over something that's causing you pain. You actually have to heal from it. You have to go through a process of, of stopping the, the, the cause of the pain and then allowing time for your body to heal and recover from that pain that was initially inflicted. Then you can move on. But you don't just get over something, right? You have to actually deal with it. So it's okay not to be okay. So feel it, but don't live in it, right? 
Some of you are gonna probably going through some stuff right now. It's okay to feel it. It's okay to cry it out. It's okay to feel it fully, but don't live in it. And then get through it. Get to the other side of it. Right? So, uh, you know, when you feel it and recognize the root cause, jump at the opportunity to heal and don't shun people away that are trying to help you get through that healing process. Right. So feel it, but don't live in it. It's OK not to be OK. It's not OK not to be OK for months on end. That's an illness. That's depression. That's the sickness. Right. But it's OK every now and then to say, you know what, I'm mad as hell. It's OK to say, you know what, I'm pissed off to the highest level of pissivity. It's OK. Just don't live there. Cool. Number four, journal, man. See, when you get to the place. When you get to the place where you're not OK. And if you do, and if it's something that's that's so egregious that you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody, right? You still got to get it out. You may even some things are not even you don't even want to tell your best friend, right? Some things you might not even want to tell your, your your partner, your husband, your wife, right? Right? Some things you, you just are dealing with internally, but you got to get it out, right? So you can keep a journal. Write that stuff out. Now, if you're saying, man, this stuff is so wicked that or it's, it's so troublesome that I, I don't want when I, I don't want to write it down because I don't I feel like somebody might find it and they might, you know, take it out of context and it might hurt somebody, it might cause somebody some pain. Here's what you do. Get yourself some quiet time. And you're still going to write it down. Get yourself some quiet time and get out two or three pieces of loose leaf paper or, or 10, 15, whatever you think you're going to need. And you start writing and you pour that stuff out. Don't worry about the penmanship or nothing. And you just pour that stuff out. You pour it out. You pour it out. You pour it out for five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, however long it takes. You pour it out and you hold nothing back. Kind of like Jay-Z song cry. Right. He said, I got to make this song cry. I can't make the tears come out of my own eyes, but I'm going to make the song cry. You might have to make that paper cry. Write it out. Pour it out. Let it bleed out. And you write and you write and you write and write. And because it might be something that you never want anybody else to see, but you have to get rid of it. You have to get it out. Then after you finish writing it out and after you. Ooh, then you take that paper and you go set it on fire. You take that paper and you go set it on fire. And that's a signal or that's a sign of you allowing the fire, the heat of that, that what was causing you pain. You're letting that fire devour that thing and you're getting through it once and for all. Right. Nothing wrong with that. So if you can't talk to someone because you can't let it come out of your mouth, as you know, it, it took me a long time before I was mature enough and before I was healed enough to let my testimony 
flow out of my mouth. But you can get somewhere and you can write that joker down, man. And you can just write and let it bleed out, man. And some of you guys have some stuff that you might have to write four, five, 10, 20, 30 pages, right? Let it out and then go set it on fire. You don't want anybody to see it, but you gotta get it out of you. You've got to get it out of you, right? You've got to get it out of you. Stephen said, burn it and send it back to hell. You've got to get it out of you, right? Number five, associate with people that bring the happy out of you, right? I love to be around people who know how to make me smile. I love to be around people who make me laugh. I, my love language is words of affirmation. I have two. I, I, I'm bilingual when it comes to my love language. It's, it's words of affirmation and it's physical touch. So I love to be around my, my mom and because she will hug me. I love to be around my wife because she will hug me. I love to be around people who will constantly uplift and encourage me because words of affirmation is how I receive love. Right. On the other hand, because words of affirmation is my love language, when you say something negative to me, it cuts me deeper than it would somebody else who has a different love language. So I am very guarded about who I am around because I can't stand. I can't stomach. I can't take negative words. Because words of affirmation for me really, really mean something. You know, positive words really mean something because that's my love language. Right. So when you understand yourself, you know who you are based on the study that you do when you look in the mirror, then it, it, you, you start to become particular. I can't stand people who speak negative because negative words cut me deeper than someone who has maybe your love language is gifts. So you like to receive gifts. So that's how you receive love. So when somebody talking trash to you, it doesn't bother you. Somebody talking trash to me, it really, really bothers me. So I can't deal with people around me. So I have to guard. I have to guard who I am. So you have to know that about yourself. You have to know that about your children. Because it, it will dictate and determine how you deal with your children. So there's a great book, uh, uh, I think uh, Chapman is the name of the author, it's called The Five Love Languages, and he did The Five Love Languages of Children as well. But when you understand somebody's love language, then you're particular about how you deal with them. If one of my son's love language is giving gifts, then I can talk to him harshly, but when his birthday comes around, when Christmas comes around and he doesn't receive something, then he takes that harder than my son, whose uh, love language is words of affirmation. He, come Christmas time, I give him a nice speech and he's golden. But the nice speech don't work on the other kid because his love language is gifts. He actually needs to receive something and be constantly be receiving small tokens of appreciation. So you have to understand that about the people that you are around constantly so and then also around about the people you let around you and usually you know somebody's love language by the way that they express love to you right see my wife loves doing things for me because her love language is acts of service 
So in order for her to feel love, I can't tell her I love her all the time, which I do, and it don't do anything for her because that's not how she receives love. She receives love by me doing things for her. Her secondary love language is quality time, which I've been flunking, man, because I've been so busy on my business. Quality time. So I have to give her quality time in order for her to feel love. I can tell her I love her, but that does nothing because words of affirmation is my love language. I'm giving her love the way I like to receive love. I have to give her love the way that she likes to receive love, which is acts of service and quality time. Right. So your associations are very, very powerful and important to how you deal and how you uh, what, what you allow into your sphere of influence. So associate with people that brings out your happy. Number six, look forward to things, man, big and small. Big and small, look forward to things. Right. Sometimes we just have to, uh, 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 you know, do things in the middle of the week. Sometimes we, we have to start looking forward to things, anticipating positive things to happen. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, they do. Right. It's your outlook and it's your perspective. Right. Somebody invites you out. Uh, and, you, and the first thing that you say, man, that's going to be boring. Chances are it will be. But if you take this as an opportunity for a good experience to uh, uh, happen in your life and you're anticipating something positive to come out of it, man, you get something positive out of it every time. You get some growth out of it every time because you're anticipating, you're looking forward to things, not just look forward to the weekend and to the big things, look forward to the summer vacation and all that kind of stuff. Start looking forward to the little things and start anticipating how much joy it's going to bring you. See, it's all about perspective. How much joy is it going to bring you? Right? My wife and I went to the movies on Monday afternoon. About six other couples in the theater, chilling. We were just cooling, right? Looking forward to the little things. Also look forward to the bigger things in life, but anticipate the joy that it's going to bring you as you start looking forward to those little things as well as the big things, right? Sometimes we plan big things and we see them as a nightmare or as a chore. Start looking at the joy it's going to bring you, the joy it's going to bring to the people around you who are also going to be involved. Start looking forward to the little things, right? It's number seven, number seven. No, no, number six. Number, yeah, number six is look forward to things to come big and small and look for the good in it. Uh, Alexis, look for uh, the joy, anticipate the joy that it's going to bring. Because the way you see it is the way you live through it, right? If you see something as negative, you take away a negative experience from it every single time. You see something as positive, you have this, you have a positive experience every time. It's all about perspective, right? See, your perspective is your reality. Both of us can sit down in front of the same movie, and I guarantee you we will both see two different movies. That's why you can't listen to a critic about a particular movie. 
because the movie that the critic sees is not the same movie that you're going to see because you have two totally different perspectives. How you see things is how things really are in your world. Percept your, your perspective, uh, perception is your reality. See, perception is not the reality, it's your reality. It's your reality, right? You and I can sit down in front of somebody and have the same conversation, and that person could be talking to us both, but guess what? Both of us are going to hear two different things because your perspective is your reality. My perception is my reality. Whether it's positive or negative, that's how we're going to receive it and that's how we're going to see things through that lens right so look forward uh to things big and small um and 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 pay close attention to how you perceive things right sometimes you just see things through a negative lens all the times and that's why you have a negative life that's why everything around you is negative everybody around you is negative but guess what? It ain't them, boo. It's not them. You see them as negative, therefore they are. Right? You see everything as negative, therefore it is. So it's 40 after the hour. That means it is time for our daily book excerpt. And today I got a special, special, special treat for you guys because this is a special book written by a special young lady, and it is 30 Days to Life, A Journey to Healing. This is by uh, our good friend, Anitris Montgomery. She's probably on the stream right now. So if you haven't already sent to her friend request, do so, give her some love. Go out to amazon.com and order this book, y'all. Go out to Amazon.com and order this book. I've only read a couple passages, man, and it has blessed me. So I'm going to bless you with an excerpt of uh, this book today. It says, I am pure energy. Blessed, God chose me as his humble servant. He blessed me with the truth of knowledge and wisdom. He is my provider, protector, and guide. I am never alone. I have within me all that I need. Pure positive energy moves through me. The electricity flowing through me is a strong magnet able to attract all that I desire to have in life. There are no blocks. I forgive myself for my past hurts and pains. I allow easy flow of love, passion, and compassion. During the holy month of Ramadan, I pray for healing, growth, and success in all areas of my life. Pain is necessary to heal. Resistance is futile. I must learn the lesson to grow and evolve to the highest expression of self and to raise my level of vibration. Again, this is from Anitris Montgomery's 30 Days to Healing, right? She's got daily exercises. It, it, it's a 30-day journey to heal. We're talking about finding your happy. This book can help you along your path to healing. So let me read it again. I am pure energy, blessed. God chose me as his humble servant. He blessed me with the truth of knowledge and wisdom. He is my provider, protector, and guide. I am never alone. I have within me all that I need. 
pure positive energy moves through me. The electricity flowing through me is a strong magnet able to attract all that I desire to have in my life. There are no blocks. I forgive myself for my past hurts and pains. I allow easy flow of love, passion, and compassion. During the holy month of Ramadan, I pray for a healing growth and success in all areas of my life. Pain is necessary to heal. Resistance is futile. I must learn the lesson to grow and evolve to the highest expression of self and to raise my level of vibration. Y'all need to get this, man. This is this is good stuff. Anitris Montgomery, 30 Days to Life, A Journey to Healing. Powerful, powerful stuff. Therefore, today's daily book excerpt is brought to you by Anitris Montgomery. Go out to Amazon.com, pick up that book, friend her on Facebook. Uh, if you're looking for someone who can come to uh, your radio program or you want to do a short interview with someone who's going to bring you powerful information, then Anitris is your gal. Uh, like I said, I've only read two excerpts so far, uh, but I will be getting into that and incorporating that into my monthly reading uh, for the month. So uh, definitely do me a favor, go out to uh, amazon.com and grab your copy of 30 Days to Life. Man, that, that, that is good stuff, man. Good stuff. So we're finishing up our, uh, you know, 10 things, 11 things to help you improve or increase your happy. We're talking about uh, number six, look forward to little things and then see the joy, anticipate the joy, the happiness that those things will that will bring you because chances are when you're anticipating the happiness that they will bring you, they will bring you that happiness. Kurt, appreciate that, Curtis. Send her a friend request as well. Give her some positive words of encouragement. Uh, and help her continue to promote her book. It's very, very uh, insightful reading. Uh, like I said, a couple passages that I've read have really opened my eyes. I can't wait to get into it a little bit more. Number seven, do things that you love often. Do things that you love often, right? Do things you love to do often. We all have certain things that we love to do that make us happy. Certain things that we love to do that are just relaxing to us, right? Do those things often. If something makes you happy and you're trying to improve your happy, then fall back to those things and do those things as often as possible that will keep you in that place. Do things that relax you. Right. This might trip some of you guys out, man. Here's one of the things that I like to do that is relaxing to me. Right. You guys probably can't really see and tell what this is. Right. One of the things that I like to do that relaxes me kind of puts me in touch with the ancestors, if you will. This is cotton. This is cotton. Every year I grow cotton in my backyard and on the uh, on the side of my patio. Um, and when I want to do something that is relaxing, I kind of put my feet up, man. Um, and there's two things that when it comes to picking cotton, you have to actually get the cotton from the bush. So you have to pick it from the fields. But then what, what, what our ancestors would have to do before they uh, before our ancestors embedded the, the cotton gin. See, within the cotton are the seeds of the cotton. So you can't take and spin this cotton into thread unless you first remove the seeds. So one of the things that relaxes me 
is picking the seeds out of my cotton. So every now and then, I just shut things down and I pick my feet up and I just pick my cotton. Now I could go rent me a cotton gin and probably with the amount of cotton that I grow, it's not a whole lot. I can run it through a cotton gin in probably 15 to 20 minutes and get all the seeds out, right? But that's not relaxing, right? So this is one of the things that I do to relax. Do things that you love to do often. Often. If those things make you happy and they don't cause harm to anybody else, right? Sometimes we do stuff that makes us happy, but it causes harm to other people. <laughs> so we don't want you to do those things often. But you can literally find those things that make you happy, that don't cause harm to other people, and you do those things often. When you're doing those things often, uh, you can 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 regain your happy real quick. So so for me, basketball is one of those things, right? I don't play ball as often as I used to, as I like. But if I want to get my mind off things, I want to do something that that makes me happy. Then I know that I have that as my go-to. That's one of my go-tos. I can go play some ball, right? Do things that you do happy uh, that makes you happy, and do them often. Right. Number eight, reward yourself and give yourself compliments all the time. Man, you are killing it, H. Cortez. You are giving the people what they want to hear. Give yourself compliments often, all the time. Give yourself rewards for doing good things all the time. All the time. What do you do with the cotton? Uh, right now, I am just uh, uh, accumulating the cotton seeds. I don't know if you guys know much about the GMO crisis that we have going on, but there's almost not a single seed left on this planet that has not been genetically modified, and therefore, life has been patent patented. Monsanto was one of the biggest players in that arena, Cargill, some of those guys. They literally can take this cotton seed, they can genetically alter it, and they can produce a new seed that they actually own. So they have a patent on life. And so what I'm doing is I, I'm right now, I'm not doing anything with the cotton, I'm just accumulating the cotton seeds. Uh, but how, how crazy would it be if we went through all of this as slaves picking cotton for years, but then if we use cotton to build wealth, right? See, cotton is a cash cow that you can get involved in that doesn't require a whole lot of, of money to get started. So eventually, uh, I would say in the next 10 years, I will probably be one of the biggest cotton growers in the Midwest. Let me go buy me some land. And I'm going to start growing the cotton and I'm going to keep my seeds pure uh, and away from my Santo. Um, so that's what I'm really doing. So I don't do anything with the cotton. Eventually, I'll learn how to spin it to yarn uh, by hand. But then once I get enough of it, I'll send it to a textile and have it cleaned and all that kind of stuff and turned to thread. But right now, I'm just trying to accumulate about 50 pounds of cotton seeds. Then I'm going to go buy me about 10 acres 
and I'm gonna start growing cotton on a mass level, right? Because you think about it, that's that again, cotton is a cash cow. And we're not even involved in the industry. When we when we start talking about becoming producers as people, yes, we're cool as as being on the retail end. Some of us are starting to get into wholesaling a little bit, uh, you know, trading uh, with the motherland and that kind of stuff. Evidence got some of that stuff going on. But eventually you have to get to a place where you become producers and you own the means of production, meaning the raw material. I need to own the land and I need to produce the cotton from seed to fruit and then take that and start producing everything else from that. Right. So what if I can produce enough cotton where I can supply all of the just undergarments, not even clothes. I just I just want to produce cotton to make underwear and T-shirts. Right. You guys know that's a trillion dollar industry. And somebody has to supply the cotton for that industry. Right. So that, that's one of the things that I do. So we, we even got on a tangent about cotton. Right? Um, but what we maybe we can talk about that at another show. But but yeah, we, we could literally. Guys, everybody can start growing cotton in their backyard. And here's what I see. What if instead of the big machines that we did, what if we brought some black engineers together and we manufactured some small machines that you can harvest cotton with, maybe the size of a four wheeler, right? And we take all of these vacant lots in the inner city and everybody start growing uh, uh, tons of cotton in there on these vacant lots and you start to harvest it and you start to get in this industry big time. Right. And then we only buy products that were produced with cotton that came from us. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I, I have no problem thinking big. Right. Anyway, so reward yourself, pay compliments to yourself all the time, all the time. Right. Number nine, help somebody else. Find their happy. Help somebody else find their happy. I guarantee you, you can't make somebody else smile without smiling yourself. There's no way that you can do that unless they're laughing at your pain. Right. But typically, if you're intentionally trying to make somebody else smile, you can't make somebody else smile without smiling yourself. Help somebody else find their happy. Help somebody else find their happy. And that can help produce your happy. Right. And number 10. How to find your happy. Another good thing to do if you want to start increasing your happy. Exercise. Exercise. See, when you exercise, you start to shake up the lymphatic fluid in your body. And sometimes your happy is, your unhappy is caused by some internal issues, right? Lymphatic fluid is the cellular waste that your body produces. And unlike your circulatory system, your lymphatic fluid does not have a heart that pumps it and keeps it moving throughout your body so it can get filtered and eventually excreted. So when you exercise, you get that lymphatic fluid moving so that it doesn't sit and stay stagnant in your body. And just think about it. It's waste. 
It's cellular waste. Anything that is a waste product in your body is not good. Your body needs to get rid of that stuff, but because it doesn't have a heart to pump it through, you have to exercise to get it moving so that you can then get rid of it. If it is sitting as waste in your body, it's giving off toxic fumes that could be causing your unhappiness, could be causing depression. Right. When you exercise, you release different uh, endorphins and different chemicals and different hormones. Right. Your, your serotonin and, and, and your melatonin and, and all of these different things, your dopamines and all of these feel good hormones are released when you exercise. That could contribute to you increasing your happy. So exercise a little bit more. Go down and take you a brisk walk. Right. You guys know that I'm a big proponent of grounding yourself. Go outside and put your feet on the bare ground, man. Get rid of some of those free radicals that are floating around in your body. Right. So see out of that one, two little bars of cotton. I don't know how well you can see this. These are all the seeds that that just came out of those two little balls of cotton. Right. And if you want to send me a self-addressed stamped envelope, I'll send you some cotton seeds if you want to play around with it. So here we go. Let me recap real quick because we're at the top of the hour and then we'll get out of here. Number one, if you want to increase your happy, these are things that you can do right away. Right away. Yes, sun and vitamin D is awesome. Yes, definitely. Get yourself out in the sun. And, and let me say this. Let me say this. When it comes to vitamin D, vitamin D, they've discovered is not even a vitamin. It's actually a hormone that is needed in, for, for almost every uh, a faculty in the body requires vitamin D to process all other vitamins and minerals in the body. But what you have to understand about vitamin D being black people, uh, people who are highly melanated at the skin level, what what melanin, uh, what melanin does, it blocks some of the rays of the sun so that we don't take in too much uh, ultraviolet rays to begin with, right, at, at, at one given time. So for us, we have to have a lot longer sun exposure to get the same amount of vitamin D. A fair-skinned person, a white person can go out in the sun 10, 12 minutes. They've got a daily supply of vitamin D in 10, 12 minutes, two to four hours for us two to four hours for us. That's one of the reasons that diabetes and a lot of these diseases are at a higher rate in the black community because we have been convinced. Now, we are naturally a sun people. One of the psychological uh, uh, mind farts that they've done to us is made sun worship a, a voodoo practice Right. When we are a some people. So they removed us from our source of life giving energy and moved us to indoors. So now we have literally become cave dwellers. Right. Your house is a type and shadow of a cave. We have become cave dwellers and now we can't stand in the sun for two or three minutes at a time without complaining. 
Ladies, you have been taught to become unnatural. So you don't want to be in the sun because the sun is going to require or cause your unnatural hair to revert back to being natural. So you don't want to be in the sun and sweat too much. That's why breast cancer and, and, and all of these other diseases are, are rampant in the black female. Right. I don't know why y'all got me on this this morning, but somebody needs to hear this. Get your butt out into the sun. Stop perming and straightening your hair, ladies and men. We spend uh, uh, billions of dollars trying to be unnatural. Right. If I go out, go three days with just being my natural self and my hair wants to kink up. Hell, let it kink up. We are sun people. Not that we worship the sun because we know that someone created the sun, but we understand the vitality that is given off by the sun and we appreciate that. But we have been duped into becoming cave dwellers. And as a cave dweller, you're removed from your natural source, which is the sun. You're removed from your natural source, which is the earth. We never put our feet on the earth. We are walking around in rubber bottom soles, which creates a disconnect from the very thing that gives us life. The two things that give us life, well, two of the three things that give us life, it's the sun, the earth, and water, right? And most of us don't even drink water the way that we should. So that's why we're dying. So get outside from time to time, put your bare foot on this earth, let the sun hit as much of your naked body as possible, right? As often as possible, it takes a longer time for us to build up our vitamin D stores because of our melanin. See, our melanin, we, we were designed to be in the sun 24-7, so we don't want to overdose on vitamin D. So our, our, our filters allow just a little bit to come in at a time. But if we're in the sun all day, then we stay, we, we get just enough. So we're, we're trained to, our body naturally blocks enough uh, ultraviolet rays that we only get the amount that we need. But it requires us to be in the sun all day in order to get us there. So some of us are struggling health wise because we are cave dwellers. I'm sorry, ladies. I see y'all got quiet when we start talking about letting your hair kink up. That, that's, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I, I My wife has not always had natural hair. You know, and it, it was a time that I was attracted to permed hair and all that kind of stuff. I'm not I'm not trying to judge or anything. I'm just saying. If at some point, maybe some times of the year, you, you make sure that you will allow your natural beauty to be on display is what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with that. Even when you put on foundation, you're clogging up your pores so that your skin doesn't breathe. Right. Hey, all right. That's another topic. All right. So let me recap. Number one, count your blessings if you want to improve your happy. Number two, stop comparing yourself to others. Number three, uh, uh, feel it, but don't live in it. It's OK to not. Uh, it's OK not to be OK. Just don't live in it. Number four, journal. Write things down that you can't say to other people. And if you can't say it to other people and you don't want other people to read it, write it down, then burn it. Right. Number five, associate with people that will bring out your happy. Number six, look forward to little things and big things and anticipate the joy they're going to bring you. Number seven, 
Do things that you love and do them often. Number eight, reward yourself. Compliment yourself often. Number nine, help someone else find their happy. Number 10, exercise. Number 11, get yourself in the sun. Get your bare feet on the ground, right? Start eating some healthier foods. You know, sometimes our happy is based on not giving our bodies what it needs, right? You said it almost a year ago, and I truly love it. I once thought I would die without it. <laughs> I love my natural. I appreciate that. She said she once thought she would die without a perm. And that's and you see how let me just say this, guys, and we're gonna get out. She said she once thought she would die without a perm, but at the same time, she was putting a chemical on her head that could potentially seep into her, would definitely seeps into her bloodstream, but not always will it cross the, the, the blood brain barrier. But you're putting a, a chemical uh on your head that's killing you. But you said you would you thought you would die without a perm. You guys see how psychologically we're messed up? And and then I'm this is not picking on you, Yanae, uh, but I'm just saying, we 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 you, we you said I thought I would die without a perm, but at the same time, the perm that I put on my head was literally killing me. That's deep right there, y'all. That's how messed up we've we've become uh trying to assimilate but but this is why building independent wealth is important because why one of the main reasons whether you admit it consciously or if it's just a subconscious thing ladies one of the main reasons that you want your hair straightened is because you are accepted you want to be accepted in the marketplace you want to be accepted on the job you don't want to offend mainstream Oh, my bookshelf is starting to fall over. You don't want to offend mainstream, right? If I go into this job interview with my hair looking as natural as it can be, with my Afro puffs of power, I may not get the job. What if you didn't need the job? Right? You'd be a little more uh, uh, accepting of, of your natural state. Right. See, we don't we don't really talk about that a lot, but that's one of the reasons that we're so concerned about the hair issue is I don't want to offend the white folks at my job. I don't want to offend those who give me an interview who, who I might need to hire me for a job. But if you became independently wealthy, you can rock your hair however you want to rock your hair. I'm not independently wealthy, but I've got some things going on that my wife is able to rock her hair how she wants to rock her hair on her job. And I wish a, I wish somebody would say something to her about it. So you have to become independently wealthy and that allows you to be uh, uh, the, the option to be more into your natural state, right? 
Some of us don't want to wear African garb because it might offend the people at our job. See, we're trying to assimilate because we think if we assimilate, then that, that equals acceptance. No, for when somebody don't like you, there's nothing you can do to make them like you. Y'all get that? When someone hates your guts, there's nothing you can do to like to, to get them to like you. As a matter of fact, they respect you more in your natural state than they would you trying to look like them. It's a matter of fact, they respect you more for being who you are. We talked about this earlier in the week. Why do we eat Chinese food? Because we want a piece of their culture. Why do we eat uh, uh, Indian food? See, they didn't come over here and start frying chicken and, and, and fixing hamburgers. No, they came over here and they built their own restaurants and they brought their culture with them. Now, I get that our culture was stripped from us, but we can develop our own culture and own it instead of trying to assimilate and adopt everybody else's culture. And then people will start coming into our culture to get a piece of our culture and respecting us for our culture. That's what we got to get to. When, when somebody don't like you, there's nothing you can do to make them like you. That is their problem. We have to stop this assimilation deal and get to being okay with who we are and stand in that truth. I am wholeheartedly, unapologetically uh, a black and I love my unique distinction that I bring to the marketplace. It is who I am, man. And believe it or not, I struggle with that because I am the most non-confrontational person you will ever want to meet, right? You, you know, they call it being soft or being a punk in my neighborhood. But I'm just non-confrontational, man. I don't want no parts of no confrontation. So much so that I was always trying to be politically correct in everything that I do, right? And I have to come to I had to come to the conclusion that it's okay for me to be pro-black because being pro-black doesn't necessarily mean I'm anti-anything else. I can love me without hating you. It's okay for me to be racist, right? So racist and prejudice are two different things. A racist wants to see his race at the top, period. Someone who is prejudiced is going to use malice and disdain to keep others down while they're trying to propel their race to the top. It's two different things. We're all involved in racism. We're all in a race for world domination. Problem is black people don't know we're in this race. Black people uh, are the only people on the battlefield treating it like a playground. You wanna be my friend? Hey, you wanna play? Hey, I'll push you on the swing if you push me. And we're pushing somebody on the swing forever and, they, and we never get our turn because we're on the battlefield treating it like a playground. That's where we're losing. Now, we didn't got into all of this, man. We're supposed to be talking about happiness is <laughs> an inside job. 
But this is part of our happiness. As a people, a lot of the things that we do, a lot of the money that we spend on brands is to lick and cover our wounds that we are sustaining in this battle that we call racism and white supremacy. So when I am hurt, my ego is hurt. My ego is crushed because I'm not being able to provide for my family. If someone wants, won't give me a job, then I have to go buy a brand. I have to go buy a car. I have to go buy some stuff to self-validate. Because we don't understand, man, that we're at war. We're on a battlefield treating it like a playground. So we're over our time, guys, 11 minutes. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Project 1000. If you want to partner with me and my team of wealth strategists and start building wealth, maybe you're already independently wealthy, but you don't you 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 need a system that you can use to help teach your family how to get to where you are. That's what Project 1000 is all about. We're wanting not only do we want you to be independently wealthy, but we want you to join this crusade and start building and teaching others how to build wealth. It's also brought to you by Solid Foundation Athletic Academy. We train athletes like pros and we train their parents like athletes. If you want to start training at Solid Foundation Athletic Academy, we're at the Mulan Shrine Center here in St. Louis on Sundays. Uh, you can give us a call at 314-874-6887. We love putting the kids through tough workouts and they, we start to have some parents say, hey, how can we work out as well? So that's why we train kids like pros and we train their parents like athletes. SolidFoundationAthletics.com. So with that, I'm your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community. Until I talk to you guys tomorrow, where we have a very, very special show. We're doing our very first Power Couple Speaker Series, and I've got a power couple on deck for tomorrow. You guys are going to love this young couple doing big things, man. Uh, so we'll get to hear from them, hear their story um, and, and how they put it all together. Family, life, love, romance, kids, business, you know, community. They're doing big things. I can't wait to introduce you guys to this young power couple, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So you got to tune in tomorrow, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time to get more from them. So until I talk to you guys tomorrow, get your money up because you absolutely can do it. Peace out, people.